part of the struggle of this whole lockdown, I think, is people tend to feel trapped and they don't have anything to look forward to. And they're just like, we're going to be stuck in this house forever. Welcome to Raising Confident Teens, where we teach life and leadership skills to teens and their parents. I'm Jenna. And I'm Rachel. How's your week been, Jenna? It's been pretty good. We've been hiking a lot this week. I definitely got my workout in. Yeah, we went up to a family cabin up in North Carolina. And we did lots and lots of walking. And lots and lots of eating. (laughs) To make up for the walking. Or maybe the walking was... <laughs> to make up for the overeating. <laughs> yeah. Um, now this this uh, week we want to talk a little bit about what do you do when life's got you down. Uh, last year was quite a doozy for the world in general. I know a lot of people were struggling and some are still struggling with all the emotions that have accompanied tough times How can we as parents and teens get past the down times and get ourselves in a better state of mind? And I'm not talking about those of you that are struggling with clinical depressions. Sometimes people are fighting something greater than just being in a bad mood. And if you're in that position and you feel stuck, you need to seek a doctor's advice. There's no shame in getting help. But I'm talking about the times that we all go through where we're just feeling like life stinks and I'm just not feeling happy. How can we change our perspective when we're like that. You ever feel like that, Jenna? Yeah, at times, sometimes I'll get a little down and, like, nothing's going right. Right. Uh, sometimes you feel like crying and you don't know why. I've done that multiple times. <laughs> well, the end of last year, I went through a patch like this. Some of us in our family got COVID, and that in itself was rough. I felt like I'd been run over repeatedly for about a week. So Jenna, Jenna didn't have too bad side effects. She just had headaches and her taste was affected. Right. Yep. Yeah. And it's still affected. Mm-hmm. And then we couldn't go anywhere because we were quarantined, which made everybody a little bit grumpy. We were supposed to go to North Carolina and to Maryland, and we were going to go hopefully get to play in the snow. We were we haven't really had a good snowstorm in many, many years. The kids haven't really gotten to play in much snow and they were begging to go up there to see snow, right? Some of them were. Some. Were you begging to see snow? Not really. I don't know. Other other children were begging to see snow. So we had to cancel that trip. And then Two days before Christmas, our oldest, who lives about 30 minutes from us, had been out hiking a couple of hours away with some friends at a state park, and he got bit by a dog twice. Once was not enough. The dog had to come back (laughs) and bite him again. And they were trying to get away from the dog. They weren't thinking clearly, so they didn't try to get the owner's names or addresses. They talked to the owner, but they didn't get any info. So he's sending me pics, but I can't really tell how bad it is. And so the next day, which was Christmas Eve, it starts looking worse. It's looking purpley. And he ends up going to urgent care and spending hours there. And they get on to him because he didn't come in and earlier. 
So they have to do x-rays. He has to get rabies shots. So people, if you ever get bit by a dog, try to find the owner. Try to get some info because if they don't know anything about the dog, they're going to make you get rabies shots. And don't lead by Ashton's example. <laughs> he didn't know better. It's a rookie mistake. He was it's, in pain. He, yeah. he, he gets exempt from the situation. <laughs> and it didn't look that bad when he first got bit. So if you have to get rabies shots, you have to get like four of them, I think. And they're yes, very expensive. And it was his bill was like $23,000 or something like that. So he, get, he gets a big bill that he has to pay. And he's part of a, a healthcare sharing ministry. So he'll, he'll eventually get reimbursed for almost all of it. But he has to submit itemized statements. And for some reason, medical providers don't know how to submit, don't know how to send you an itemized statement. So this was Christmas. He just finally got those like two weeks ago. But they still expected him to pay, even though he didn't have the statements, which someone needs to explain the medical system to me because that doesn't make any sense. But thank goodness he listened to his mom and he had an emergency fund. So now, Christmas Day, we're still on quarantine. So he comes over and sits on our front porch in the cold, and we watch him open his presents through the window and hand him a plate of food and kind of say, see you later. One of the most depressing Christmases ever, I will say. Yeah, it was kind of sad. And then his Ashton's computer totally breaks down. We can't figure out what's wrong with it. He needs it for his job. As a mom, you really want to make your kids happy. You want to make things better. The kids are sad. They can't go see snow. The family's not all together. We're stuck inside the house. And I was really starting to get depressed. Uh, and I'm not normally... I don't get depressed very often. Would you say? No. No. I'm pretty upbeat normally. But a thing is, you could hide depression. Like, you could not show it. Yeah, that's true. I think you would know it if I was depressed, though. Anyway, so I'm just going to share some of the things that really helped me get myself out of that hole that I was in. The first thing was one of my friends posted pictures of all the good things that happened this year. And I was looking at her pictures, and they really made me smile. And I decided, I'm going to think about all the good things that happened through the year for us. And I looked through my pictures, I made an album, and I realized... There were really a lot of good things that happened, and we'd accomplished a lot of things, got a lot of projects done, and that totally changed my perspective from this is a horrible year to this year has been challenging, but some really good things have happened too. I encourage you, if you're feeling down, do something like that. Make a gratefulness album, gratefulness list, just brainstorm all the good things, and write them down. So after I did that, I started, I have a journal uh, planner that I use every year and it has a bunch of blank pages in the back. So I made great list of 2021. I've started making my list already so that I don't have to go look it all up at the end of the year. <laughs> Another thing I find that helps if you're struggling is to plan something fun to do in the future. Think about something you want to do. It doesn't have to be immediate. It can be a few months out and it doesn't have to cost much. But just put it on the calendar and start thinking about it. Part of the struggle of this whole lockdown, I think, is people tend to feel trapped. And they don't have anything to look forward to. 
and they're just like, we're going to be stuck in this house forever with nothing to do. Uh, think of something you can do. Could you have a family camping trip? There's, there's things you can do even if you're quarantined that you could do together with your family. You could have a family camping trip. You could go on a day trip to somewhere local to you, a beach, a hike in the woods. See if you can find some kind of a hidden gem a couple hours drive from you. Some place you've always wanted to go visit but always felt like you didn't have the time. Maybe you can meet a friend somewhere for coffee outside or something like that. Have something to look forward to. It just makes a world of difference, I think. For me, anyway. Another thing is you can get some fresh air and exercise. We did so much hiking this week. We went to a couple of waterfalls. Mm-hmm. How many waterfalls did we go? It seems like we went to a lot of waterfalls driving by or well, hiking we hiked to. Two, two of them. We hiked along the river. We hiked up a mountain ridge. Uh, we hiked down the mountain. <laughs> We hiked straight down to a waterfall and straight back up. That's what it felt like anyway. About like a... I think it was a mile down and a mile back. It's like that one. almost steps all the way down too. And yeah. back up. So, so like a mile of steps and a mile of steps back up. Yeah, the my legs, my legs are hurting today when I had to walk up the stairs. But there's just something about exercise that lifts your spirits. Even if you're tired and I kind of like that feeling actually accomplishing a hard hike when I'm tired afterward and my legs hurt a little bit I just feel it's a good kind of tired accomplished yeah yeah so many of the natural responses to depression are not the correct ones Uh, remember when we were talking about this earlier this week what is something a lot of people want to do when they're depressed? Eat a lot of junk food. Right. That's something I want to do. <laughs> Which is probably why I gained weight last year. Uh, some other things people do. Can you think of any? Sleep around a lot. They Yeah, they want to just sleep and uh, avoid people. Sometimes you get stuck in a rut where you just want to think negative thoughts. Like you... You don't want to think negative thoughts, but they start coming out. Yeah. They start coming out. They start coming out in your head, in your brain, and you just dwell on them. And then you kind of just say it sometimes. Yeah. So do these things really help? No, they actually make it way worse. Right. So though we may be tempted to do those things, if we can discipline ourselves not to do those things, what are some other things you could do just in the moment? You could watch a good comedic movie. Yeah, something funny. Don't 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 watch a depressing movie. That would like, yeah. You know, don't watch Schindler's List or anything. Or like, like a criminal movie or something. Yeah, watch something funny, lighthearted. Comedy would be great. Listen to some upbeat music. You could call a friend. Take a walk, work on a project that will, don't work on a project that's going to frustrate you because that can be overwhelming too, but work on something that will make you feel like, oh, I did something today, right? Mm-hmm. Clean out a drawer or something. So that could be a real test when you just want to crawl into a hole and feel sorry for yourself with a big bowl of ice cream. 
Can you discipline yourself enough to do something instead? You just have to tell yourself the goal is to get out of the funk and you want to be happy. So you're going to have to take actions that are going to help you do that. So these tips have some that have been really helpful to me the past few months. I hope they can be of some help to you too this last year. So I've been really more intentional about learning and improving myself. And it really can be a lifelong process if you let it. I wish that I had really been more of an intentional learner when I was in high school. So I'm giving you advice, Jenna. (laughs) (laughs) The best investment that you can make is investing in yourself. It definitely is. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Parents, come on, join us over in our private Facebook group. You can find it by searching for the Raising Confident Teens community. We would love to see you there.